All right, everyone, as you know, this is the first Super Mario game with a fully voice acted cast. And we are casting today for the voice of Bowser, uh, Mario's primary arch nemesis. Mm -hmm. And uh, so thank you all for coming in. We're just going to be running through these voices one after another after another. So uh, I just need you to hit your marks in the booth, say your name, uh, and then uh, do your Bowser audition. And I will uh, I will excuse you after that and we'll move on to the next one. Uh, so you first. Yeah, uh, thank, thank you very much. Um, my name is Nick. Uh, I'll be reading for the role of Bowser uh, in the, the Untitled Mario Project. Great. Uh, and uh, repped it uh, CAA um, in all areas. Uh, okay, let me go ahead and, <laughs> and let me go ahead and do this uh, do this audition. Here we go. <clears throat> Sorry, c- could you give me the? Could you even line into this? The the uh, 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 Princess Peach. The oh yes, the pr- Princess Peach line is. Yeah. Um, oh no! Help me, Mario. Eh, Mario's not gonna help you now. Mario is uh, just an idiot. All right, thank you very much. Uh, uh, you, you we'll be in touch. Uh, okay, thank you. Uh, okay, up next, you, sir. Uh, hi, yeah, my name is Matt, and I'm reading for the role of uh, uh Bowser. Uh, and I'm repped. Uh, I'm I'm repped at CAA in all areas as well. Uh, here we go. Can you give me the line, please? <laughs> uh. I, I, I'm just going to choose a different one off of these sides. Okay, great. Uh, uh, feel free to e- e- even have a little fun with it. Uh, help me, Mario. It's me, Princess Peach. Princess Peach isn't going to help you now. I'm Bowser. You're fucking mine now, Princess Peach. <laughs> Hey, hey, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You came, I, the, I, you came back into the booth. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I, I thought that was, I heard what you're doing. I thought it was really good, and I, it just kind of like I feel, uh, I feel like I, I should give this another take just to give myself a shot. Okay, okay. I, thank uh, you for uh, saying uh, that. Right. It just came to me. Well, yeah, it was great. Um, this one, uh, I honestly kind of again, uh, the, the, to me, uh, like I feel like emasculated. That was a great, great performance. I'll try. I'll try unorthodox. You're, I don't think you're allowed to just dictate that you get another uh, reading, but go ahead. So, oh, okay, uh, great. All right, great. Me, I'm Bowser. Me, Princess Peach is a bitch. Me, I'm Bowser. Me, I'm in love with Mario. Me. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. I'm glad you came back in. That gives us a a clearer uh, understanding of your range. Thank you very so, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you have CAA's number? <laughs> I'll just leave. I'll leave you a business card. <laughs> we spray salt water on sewage and spin jump into the sky as we play. You play polarizing GameCube beach adventure Super Mario Sunshine this week on Get Played.
Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to get played. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. Hey, that's me. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my fellow host, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. And welcome back to Get the Played. Wow, it's Mario. <laughs> Mario's <Ooh>. here. <laughs> oh, no. That's it. No, he left. <laughs> oh, he left? Oh. Okay. Bye, Mario. You had to go. Bye, Mario. Crazy guy. Uh, he left us a present. It's a bunch of gabagool. <laughs> yeah, that's very on brand for him. <laughs> Is a paisan after all. Yeah, I right. think that was. I think that was a record. That was a speed run to losing me on the podcast. <laughs> that was the first thing said after the intro. Was like was my off ramp, my emotional and mental off ramp. We learned Heather doesn't like Gabagool very much. <laughs> She's out. I'm just. I'm fucking with you, Matt. I'm really happy to be here today. I'm really happy to be on the show. I'm I love the show too. What a what a what a what a hoot this will be! I'm very very excited to talk about this game that we have a lot. I have a lot of thoughts about. Oh yeah, lo- me too. I have a lot to say. I have a lot. Me to say too. Here. But before we get to it, feelings. we always got to We got to do the other thing. The other, which thing. is either we talk about the news if there's something in the news. I don't. I mean, like, I don't know anything that's in the news. Extra, 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 extra. What's happening? Italy's prime minister resigned. That's maybe, maybe that's why Mario had to leave. <laughs> yeah, he had to go uh, take the throne. Yeah. Yeah. Take the throne. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know of any news. I, I feel like this is a, we're really close. Like San Diego Comic-Con is this weekend or, or was just this weekend as of, as of yeah. a listening. And so there's usually some kind of game announcement that happens this weekend. Mm. Um, I did see know. that Avatar Frontiers of Pandora is delayed to uh, 2023, maybe 2024. Oh, Take shit. all the time they need. Get Fucking that game right. Yeah. No, right. <laughs> no. <laughs> God. Here's, I would rather it be. I, I, this is what, this is my sincere hope for the Avatar game. I don't mm. want it can't be bad. It has to be the greatest video game of all time. Please take as long yeah. as you need. I hope it it would be rolls. funny if if there was a one-two punch of the sequel to Avatar doing gangbusters business, just like knocking it out of the park, eight million dollars in box office. Like people are like, or a billion. People are like, holy shit! Yes. I can't believe this. And then if the game was released like right on the heels of that, and it's outsold like. Grand Theft Auto Online outsold like ev- like every like microtransactiony portable like everybody was talking about Avatar the game like the way that there was like a monoculture of Elden Ring for a short while that would right. be the best. I'm 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 ready for it. You know, either that or the fucking like I I much prefer that over the fucking Harry Potter game that's coming. Oh yeah, yeah. I have yeah. no Harry interest Potter. in that. But give me Absolutely. that, that give me that Avatar game. Yeah, one hundred percent. I read I don't a, need to go to Pottermore or whatever. I read a thing today that the uh, Quidditch Association, uh, which is like a real like you know fake but real sports league mm-hmm. where people play Quidditch like on the ground, has changed their name to Quad Balls. They yeah. distanced themselves from J.K. Rowling and renamed the sport. Wow. Quad ball. Quad ball. We weren't being bullied enough. So 
We wanted to make our sport sound even stupider. Yeah. <laughs> we were, she came up in the office today, like just as being like a, a piece of shit. And we were talking about how they used to burn her books because be, like Christians were like, it's magic and it's like the devil and stuff. And like that was yeah. like kind of cool. Like she was cooler then. And now it's like, uh, really no loss there. Uh, yeah. Burn the yeah. Book, whatever. Fine. Yeah. That's fine. Well, maybe, maybe she. <laughs> Maybe she's like an extremely shrewd businesswoman and she's mm-hmm. like, okay, all those left-wing kids have already read Harry Potter. Yeah. And if I want to expand the book base, what I need to do is wedge a, a political issue so intensely in between Satanism, my, the perceived Satanism of Harry Potter, yeah. and politically aligning with me as a, as a personal being so that these ultra-right-wing Christian nationalists are now like reading Harry Potter. Like maybe that was her final market to expand into. Yeah. Yeah. Purely to own the libs. Yeah. Like, yeah, I I got I got one of them fucking wands and I'm in Hufflepuff house. Not triggered. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Oh man. Oh, well that's enough on her. Am I right? Yeah. We don't got to spend we don't got to spend time hating on somebody today. We no. did that last week. Yeah. Guys, no, let's let's you, hate on a game. How do you think <laughs> I I'm drinking a brand new non-alcoholic drink today mm-hmm. and uh you know, I've <laughs> illegally plugged non-alcoholic drinks on this show before. But I don't know how to say this one. Mm. Partake Brewing Peach. Do you say this as Gose or Gauss? I don't oh, know. I've seen that word before. I've seen it. I think I've just ordered the, I think that's the one I, I just sort of muddle through if I'm ordering it at a brewery. Uh, uh, go, yeah, Gose, I always assumed. Gose? Well, or it's, goes? Uh, Could you, maybe it's just goes. I don't fucking know. It doesn't supplant my, uh, my very favorite um, athletic brewing company, Fake Beers, or my, my new uh, close to my heart, Fake Guinnesses. But, um... This peach gose feels like a uh, college party, a real, a real, real delicious summer taste. I'm watching a video look- here about how to pronounce it. It would be funny if it was ghosts. This I, I just watched this guy. This video is from number one beer fan, and uh, this is the beer for dummies author, and he said it's goza, 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 like bowza. Goza. 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 The, Not quite the like villain, Bowser. The villain from Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> Gozer. <laughs> uh, we, we, we have something ma- minorly newsy, which is that, uh, or, yeah, you know, majorly newsy in game uh, terms because this game's getting raves, but uh, people have been tagging us about Stray, asking us if we we're going to talk about Stray. We are going to talk about Stray. We're not going to talk about it this week, but we are going to play it. We're going to get into it next month, so ex- expect a Stray episode at some point in the in the future, uh, but just not this particular week. We haven't had time to d- dig into it yet. Yes. Well, shouldn't we tell them what what we're gonna, how we're going to be talking about Stray? Um, we're going to record it. We're going to have a conversation recorded on microphones. Forget it. Whatever. Matt will Um, mix it. And I thought, when do we announce? Why do we, why are we holding? Is there a weird secrecy thing here that I don't understand that we have to edit out of the episode? I don't think so. I don't think we have anything official yet. We can make it official here. Why don't we make it official? And then figure it out. And then if uh, we don't do it, people will get mad, but it's okay. 
We're going to do, we, we'll be doing Stray for next month's We Play, You Play, and we'll be doing that episode for the first time live on Twitch. So look for that. We're going to be doing a, a, a live episode. We'll put it out on, we'll, we'll do it live on Twitch probably on the Thursday before the Monday and then release it on the, in our main feed on Monday as normal. So you can, you can con- consume that content however you see fit. Yes. I can definitely tell that Weiger doesn't read my portion of the emails because it wasn't it's not we play you play it's we stray you stray i do remember that i did uh, i did read that i just didn't yeah. internalize it because i didn't know we were going to be talking about it with one of my notes yes we stray you stray <laughs> we got uh, <laughs> I mean, also good. if you want to preemptively follow the uh official uh uh get played pod uh twitch account it's twitch.tv slash get played pod so you can go there uh and uh subscribe uh and maybe just follow for now you know you know oh, no, yeah don't do that yet. you don't have to yeah. subscribe no no no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah i forgot what the words are uh for twitch um you could turn your notifications on though if you follow and then you'll know what's going on when we're doing stuff yeah i mean you can send us money if you really want to, yeah if I, only subscribe if you have a million dollars and you want to give us a million dollars <laughs> Uh, okay, let's. Uh, we, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do our we stray you stray next month. But right now, we should talk about what we are playing. What are you playing? Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> I am going to say I'll, I'll start things off and and I'll I'll talk real quick because I, I I promised that I was going to get a neon white this week and I will do that. But I want to bring up one other thing, which is that Into the Breach released the Advanced Edition, oh. uh, which is a free update of the game. They released that uh, this past week. And um, if you're listening to this episode, the, the week it comes out, and it's this was this was by you know Subset Games, which is an awesome developer, also made FTL, which I discovered retroactively after I played Into the Breach, which was my favorite game of 2018. Just this tactical uh, combat game, turn-based. It's it's super fun, and you know the the advanced edition. They did a similar thing with FTL, just adding a bunch more content and um and 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 adding a bunch more depth to the game if you've already played it to death played the base game to death um and it's free so hey you if you already if you already have it uh, download the update if you don't have it and you have netflix which a a decreasing number of people are subscribed to but going by their by their accounts but but a lot of people have netflix netflix released it as part of their netflix games thing which is on ios and android so it's on mobile there's there's just like if you're a subscriber you can just get and i'm not sure how it works on android on on ios it actually directs you to a different app through the netflix app and you and you download that app and then you guess you can log in with your netflix subscription and play it through there i messed around with it a little bit you know hey it's turn-based so it, it controls pretty well on mobile it's i mean it's very playable and uh, and so, you know, hey, that's a way to test out the game if you if you haven't messed with it, messed with it. But like, hey, it, it's basically we're talking about Evangelion on on uh, um, on uh, on Get Animate. And this is basically this is a kaiju. You know, there's giant robots versus giant bugs is basically the way this game works, oh. uh, just in a, just in a tactical sense. Uh, and the thing that that's cool about it is it's like not just fucking up a city, you know, like like who cares about collateral damage? Collateral damage is the whole thing. Your fail state is there's too much collateral damage. So you have to like protect civilian infrastructure uh while you are are doing battle with these uh these giant monsters. So it's 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 just it's just a really really cool design. Um and it's and it's a roguelike. So there you go. You can you can play it again and again and again. So into the breach, check it out if you haven't yet. 
And again, you can try it out for free if you're on Netflix and just get it on your phone. While you're on the Netflix uh, thing real quick, I mm-hmm. do want to I just do want to bring up something uh, because we recorded the last episode uh, of the show about the Uncharted movie being on Netflix. It was supposed yeah. to be on Netflix on July 15th. That's what every place that was reporting that it was coming to Netflix was saying. We recorded that obviously before July 15th, uh, but barely. Like we, I think we recorded it on the 14th. Yes. Um, and um, since that has happened, that date has come and gone, uh, Netflix didn't put the movie on, and it's now apparently delayed till August 19th. Wow. So it's not, it's not our fault. We didn't do anything wrong. We were right at the time. Right. And... Uh, that's Netflix's thing. We didn't know. How could we have yeah, known? We, didn't know. we don't we didn't work know. there. Fucking Reed Hastings. It was Reed. It was Ted Sarandos. <laughs> I'm surprised that Sony didn't really. So, you know, Paramount's got a Netflix. Netflix has a Netflix. Mm-hmm. Fucking like Hulu's a Netflix. Disney's a Netflix. Everybody's right. got a Netflix, but Sony doesn't have a Netflix. And I'm shocked that they didn't release like a baffling. USB key based thing that you plugged into your computer that then like could stream Sony movies, but using a proprietary codec. So it was like, wow, this looks incredible and sounds incredible. You have to cue a movie two hours before you watch it. Yeah, right. Like it's 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 a surprise. Like you'd be able to watch Venom and Uncharted. And any other future Sony releases. Knowing them and the way they do business, they'll call it Morbius Plus. <laughs> did Sony make Morbius? Yeah. They did? Yeah. Yeah, they did, yeah. I mean, it's, that's, that was that's part so- of the Sony <laughs> M- MCU. <laughs> He's a Spider-Man villain, I think. That's oh, a, man, or, that's or, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Michael Morbius. Well, that's It's more great. than time. Yeah, sure is. That's great. Uh, that's uh, so that yeah, that's that's my first little bit. I, I'll you know what, uh, uh, Matt. I want to hear. Uh, uh, let's hear from you a little bit, and then I'll come back to Neon White. What are you playing? Oh uh, wow, okay. Um, I, I'm playing. I'm playing too many things. Uh, of course. I, I uh, after we finished recording uh, last episode, I'm living in the past right now. Uh, mm. I uh turned God of War back on and played it for ten minutes and finished it. Like I was like I'm done. <laughs> Like I, that's how far into the game that I was. That I was at the last save point and then just wrecked Ares and uh, and was done with it. Um, and then um, I start. I, I I started. I dipped my toes into God of War two. Plays immediate. It plays so much better than God of War one. It's fantastic. You're you're uh, talking back on the just to just to orient ourselves. We're going back yes. to the PlayStation two uh, God of War series, exactly. Not the 2018 yes. God of War. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I, I have not been given a, a, an advanced copy of Ragnarok. Uh, but if <laughs> uh, they wanted to do that, that would uh, be the only good thing that's ever happened to me. Um, that'd be amazing. Uh, but I also I also started playing. Um, uh, I didn't tell you guys this. I started playing Advanced Wars on my analog pocket. Uh, nice, and, and I never played it before, and I really like it. It's really, really fun. That's a yeah, sort of like a, uh, a good sort of like right before bed kind of game. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's very that's a nice, nice game. But almost all games on the analog pocket are right before bed games. They're yeah. so it's so good. And as soon as they release um, their their upcoming update that will allow like save states and 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 like screenshots and all that, it's going to be yes. such a dream machine. 
It's it's, it's a really, really little nice piece of hardware, but another little piece of hardware came in the mail just yesterday, almost a year to the day of ordering it. Uh, it is my Playdate, uh, and I'm showing it here. Heather knows what it looks like, but I'm showing it on, on oh our God. camera so you can see right the there. crank in action. Wow, Heather's got hers there too, and look at us just cranking. We're cranking. Save for the Nick Twitch is cr- <laughs> Nick is crankless. Yeah, yeah, he's crying <laughs> he, because of it too. He no, can't crank it. Cr- he can't crank. <laughs> no uh, matter how hard he tries, he can't crank it. He can't do it. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I got this thing in the mail yesterday. I booted it up, and I immediately was like, "I because I know how it works. I know how um, uh, you get two games every Monday uh, until the end of the season. Uh, but the season starts as soon as you start. Uh, you boot up your system. It's not like it started, uh, you know, months ago whenever Heather got hers, uh, which is I think when it did start actually, because you were in the first wave. Um, and so I started playing the games that are on it already. And then I started looking at games that I could purchase to put on it. And I, I, I've i purchased, I think, six games for it. Um, wow. That are, so I have quite a few games on, on my, um, on my uh, play date. Uh, I really enjoy the pack-in games that uh, are part of it so far. Casual Burger is pretty fun. I really, really like uh, Whitewater Wipeout, which is the surfing game. Yeah. Um, that, and you control... It, I guess it's like... Um, I can't remember what the game it's supposed to be kind of like. Uh, it's it's kind of like an old surfing game, but you use the crank to move your surfboard uh, guy mm. on the waves. And, it's, and you're going one direction. You can do a bunch of turns and stuff. I That game is made exactly for me. I love it. I, I love that game. Uh, but I have uh, Necrosis on here. I have One Bit Pac-Man, Island, Bloom. Bloom is really great. Um, Bloom is... Um, a game where uh, this is the only one of these that I've played is that you uh, you own and operate a flower store, but you're lying to your parents about still being in college. Uh, and so like you dropped out of college so you can pursue your dream of opening a flower store and you plant flowers and make money and like text your girlfriend and stuff. It's ve- it's it's great. I really love that game. Sounds awesome. Um, I haven't gotten super far into it, but I did have to have two very tense ex- text exchanges with both of my parents uh and i lied i flat out lied to both of them about school being fine there's there's something that, that that's great that that's kind of like a very soothing uh so it sounds like a kind of a soothing premise in a lot of ways yes. Soothe core as kirk hamilton a triple click would say yeah um but but the added the added element of your living a lie yeah like, it's <laughs> very <laughs> appealing it's really crazy and there's in the in these texts too they um they have there's a couple of options that you can pick. There's like usually two options that you can pick from. They're both lies, but you can sort of pick the one that feels better to you. Right. Um, and uh, it's it's fun. And not not every text is a lie too, because you're often texting your girlfriend, uh, like, oh my gosh, my parents are really hounding me about school. They want to come visit. When do I tell them? It's 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 great. It's yeah. really really fun. And so you just kind of go in and check in on your flowers and stuff, and then you make you have to pay rent, which is an unfortunate part of it. Mm. Um. My rent for the store is right now. I I just leveled up uh my store. My rent went up to twenty four thousand dollars. This was a huge Jesus mistake for this Christ. kid. They, this kid should have just gone to school. A year's tuition, a public yeah. university. Uh, yeah, uh, but it's this thing. I really really love it. Um, I like it. Feels nice in the hand. I thought mm-hmm. it would be a little too small. It's it's small, but the screen looks pretty nice. Uh, the crank. I love the crank. 
The crank is I'm a lot of fun. I'm surprised at the lack of coverage that Playdate has received post launch because there are so yeah. many games and like I'm not on on the forums that I that I troll and 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 hover and hide. Yeah. What do you call it when I'm like I'm lurking? lurking. Yeah. I, I lurk yeah. on all these than, video than games. And there's not yeah, I troll I'm I'm like I'm Fake. like the the president was illegitimate and then I don't post for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Like trolling yeah. lurking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there aren't there aren't like a lot of posts about it. And I don't know if that's because the install base is so small that it's effectively like talking to your three friends who own a play date, or if there's just not the sort of um uh PR arm of Playdate yet yeah. that's like pushing these stories into public consciousness, but it is a delightful little system. Um, I'll admit I haven't bought any games for it though, because the only time I ever play video games is for this uh, show. Yes. So <laughs> that can't uh, be true. It's pretty true. Okay. Well, it's your fault for having a job. Hey, it's your <laughs> fault. That's it's your fault. It, hey, it's all it, of our fault. It is. It's uh, our faults. The last thing I'll say about this is the screen is, I really like the screen. I sort of thought it was going to be maybe yeah. an issue that it's not backlit, but mm-hmm. it has like, uh, what would you call this kind of screen, Heather? It's like a Kindle it, screen kind yeah, of. Yeah, it feels like e-ink. It's really, really high contrast. And I was surprised at how good that, I know they're really like basic graphics, but they're so good. Yes. Like the animate, there's like tons, It they run it like, High frame rates, and there's lots of animation yeah. in the characters. It's really delightful. It's not like looking at a fucking watch. It's no. good. It's like, and I, I think I, I was watching a video about it actually last night, and I think the screen is one bit because uh, it's two colors, on or off. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the develop a lot of developers have um, found ways to use that to um, make a gradient somehow. Instead of it just being fully on or off, they've like manipulated it uh, to their advantage in, in some ways. And uh, it's this thing is slick. Uh, I know probably not a lot of people have it. Um, so it's, you know, unrelatable probably, but I, this thing <laughs> is great. Maybe we should do a, an episode on it. And if you, I know our friend of the show, Cody Ziegler has one. Uh, maybe we yeah. should do yeah. an episode about it someday. I'll try, I'll yeah. try to track one down. I'd love to crank it. Uh, <laughs> Heather, I wonder your point. I wonder to your point, if it has like, how easy is it to capture video from it? Cause I wonder if, if it's, if it's maybe cumbersome to get, you know, to have let's play videos or, or to stream well, it, maybe that could be part of why it has less buzz. I'm sure that there were there there have always been systems that have been very difficult to output to computers mm-hmm. and uh, somebody discovers a workaround whether that be a dedicated second camera or I mean there's there were held handheld devices pre-emulation that you could still stream like I feel like there's there's ways to do it um I don't know those ways yeah those ways are a mystery to me I think you're probably right, but I, I I just wonder if it maybe it's one of those things where that that one extra hurdle yeah. is enough to like you know to to maybe a, a yeah. slow down the amount of buzz it's getting. Um, I I, I got to get one though. I got to mess I got to mess around with it. Uh, well, Heather, I you have limited time for gaming these days because you are very 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 busy on all your various projects. But what are you playing? What am I playing? Uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> well. Uh, you know, I played this week's game. Um. And then uh, I uh, I considered playing my own bank account when it was announced that 
there's a new Square Enix action figure that's cloud in a dress. Yes. Hell yeah. For $200, his arms move and his neck move. He's an action figure, but he's yeah. in a dress like in the game. And he's got interchangeable hands. $200. The sexiest possible action figure that I'm aware of. Even Nick. Nick Taught was like, hell. Hot as hell. Yeah. Really sexy. I love I um, love that part when you just every everyone's wearing dresses in the in the Walmart section of the remake. It's just it's so fucking great. And and he looks gorgeous. Yeah, he looks really great. He, beautiful. It's like a million he, bucks. He really he really cleans up nicely. Yeah. Um but I did buy a game. I bought two games, three games last week. Three wow. games. Uh one was that I played this week's game on its original hardware and uh, and also uh, uh, my Sony PVM in order to talk about the differences between that and the Switch release. So I bought the Switch release of the game. I also bought this game called GSD Gundam G Generation Genesis for Nintendo Switch, mm. uh, which allows you to live 100 years of UC history, 18 scenarios from 100 years of the UC timeline, exclamation point. Choose from any of your favorite titles to indulge in, exclamation point. Inherit the soul and start anew. I know nothing about this game other than, it, like, I felt like a kid. Like, it was like, oh, wow, Men in Black is a video game? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I saw Gundam on the, on the, on the box art, and I bought it, it says a deluxe edition that includes all downloadable contents from the past release and then lists a, a crazy amount of, of, of games. I don't know anything about it, but I'm really looking forward to it because I can't, I can't, I won't allow myself to play anything else during a We Play, You Play month other than the game that we're playing on the side. So I'm, as soon as this podcast ends, I'm going to jam that cartridge into my Switch and play it. The other game that I got was Ikaruga, which is one of my favorites of all time. Played it for fucking Dreamcast. Played, love it, love it, love it. And I found it for the Switch. Wow. Still sealed. And uh, I, pick, I picked that up too. I don't know if I'm going to open it, guys. Right. Because this is an already extremely rare. Yeah. It was, it was wild to see it. Wild to buy it. And now I'm like, is this the first time in my Heather's whole history that I haven't opened a game because I know that having it in my hole is going to be worth something? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, uh, is, what is is there is there a digital release? I mean, can you can you I just buy it so. twice? Yeah, I think so. But I, you know, that's expensive. Sure. Like I don't I don't know if I want to just stand around like buying a game that I own. But if this thing's going to appreciate, you know, 10,000%, then It already has. Well, then there you go. But I'm When do you pull the trigger on appreciation? The, hey. Is, if I knew that, I knew the answer to that. I'll tell you <laughs> what, wouldn't be podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you wanted to talk about one other thing you said. Yes. But before yes. I talk about that, let's talk to Matt and Heather. What was the other thing? The other thing is Neon White, which I talked about right. last week. Um, I, I was going to talk. I finished it and last week, and I was going to talk about the Cuphead DLC. 
Uh, I, I, so, but I talked about the Cuphead DLC instead. And so I'm going to talk about Neon White this week and just thinking of the whole game holistically, which is through the first half, I was like, this is my non-Elden Ring like game of the year. This is fucking wow. fantastic. It's so good. And then there's a section kind of in the, you know, somewhere in the the second, you know, like 50 to 75%, somewhere in that range pacing wise it just felt this it got it's it felt a little sluggish to me mm. i get what the why they they did it the way they did uh which is that you know the the one way to make the game more difficult as you prog- as you progress as a speed run exercise is that the levels just become longer so you go from having like very in the very early game you know some of these levels are are 15 seconds long you know a lot of mo- almost all of them are under a minute except for basically the the boss fights or the final final sequences of these missions once you start to get towards the back end of the game and you have all the abilities unlocked, so you're not really getting new stuff. And then you just start having like longer missions that are, you know, more like two minutes. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about, about the approximate amount of time to, to, to get the silver medal or whatever. It's like they, they're a little longer. They're more like 90 seconds under 20 seconds, which is just a little bit less. I, I get why they did it because it makes it harder and it also extends the overall gameplay length. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes it, it, it instead of being a six hour game, it's a fifteen hour game. So I get why they did it. I just found pacing wise, I was enjoying the manic like just sensation of speed of just trying to blast through these levels. And you know, you get forty five seconds on your first playthrough. It was like, okay, how do I sh- shave fifteen seconds off of this to get you know to get the ace medal? Uh, by the way, it, uh, it, it's um the 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 element of of, pay, of collecting gifts. Uh, is another part there where because you've got these like like early on, it's kind of more like, okay, these levels are a little bit more compact. The play spaces are are, you know, it, it pretty limited in terms of what you can do. So it becomes kind of a little puzzle of like, how the fuck do I get this gift? There are gifts in each level which are not part of the main objective, but you retrieve them and then you can use them in kind of a a, a, a social simulation to advance plot lines for your your for the NPCs. Yes. So early on, I was like, I'm getting every single one of these gifts, and I was having a blast doing it. As the levels start to get bigger, it starts to be like, okay, now where is the gift? Like, I don't even know where it is. Mm. And then when you and and then it so that it becomes like just a much bigger chore in terms of 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 seeking them out. I am probably going to go back to it and get all the gifts at some point because there is like a true ending if you do all that. So I I, I do want to see what happens. But it, it just it just like like for me, it just sort of again, I get why I did it. It doesn't really uh, take away from the game all that much, but it, it felt like it it chugged a little bit in that portion. That said, once it gets to the end game, once it gets to the last like 75 to 100 percent, there is a new ability you get that is just pure power fantasy and just 100 percent pays off with the you know, the 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 fluid movement. And the sensation of speed that I mentioned, just delivering those elements and heightening them like as far as you can go, it is so fucking fun. It reminds me of, uh, I, and I can't remember if the two of you played Half Life Two, but the end of Half Life Two, you get like a, an, an enhanced version um, of the uh, uh, of your gravity weapon, mm. uh, which you can use to like grab people, and that just becomes like just pure. Like now, all of a sudden, you're just like an unstoppable force. Uh, and and it, it, and so instead of like like people are now treated as physics objects and you just fling them around and just like kill like mobs of people that way and it's 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 super duper satisfying. This is the sa- not exactly the same but it's a similar sort of just like pure power fantasy like holy shit now I feel OP. Um and and it's just like a really really satisfying way to do the uh, uh, to do so to to construct the final sequences and they still find a way to have challenge there. So it's it's that's really fun. 
And then, uh, you know, I, fi- I found the, the final boss fight, like, a, a lot of fun, really satisfying, too. So, like, it got me back to the end. And I, I were overall, I was just like, this is a fucking, this is a fucking rad game. I don't mean to grouse about it too much, or I'm no. sorry, uh, uh, Goza about <laughs> it too much. <laughs> uh, because it, because overall, I loved it. Overall, I'd, like, highly recommend this to anyone who wants, I, I, I'm, I'm repeating myself from previous weeks, but who wants a game that's just pure fun? Because I think that's that's its main objective. It's just, like, a, it's, it's fundamentally a speedrunning game. It's fundamentally about just, like, the joy of movement and... It it delivers on that so effectively. So uh, so kudos to that team and 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 cheers to Neon White. Uh, and I'm I'm excited to check out some of the people who are like putting up insane times. I got I got to watch some more speed runs of this because it becomes one where you're just like, oh wow, I got the ace medal. I I, I must have done fucking great. And then you look and you're like, you're twenty six thousandth on the leaderboard. You're just, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, <laughs> what are people doing here? Uh, but it it, it, it rules. That's maybe, great. Maybe the yeah. Hades of this year. Yeah, I, I mean, like from the same sort of like coming from an coming from an indie sort of developer and having a you know coming from coming from the indie side, uh, kind of coming. I know Hades was in early access for a long yeah. time, or Epic's version of early access for a long time. So it's but 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 it still kind of felt like holy shit! Wow, this came out of nowhere. Um, and then also. You know the social sim, you know, kind of light dating sim element of it too is is very Hades like. So, yeah, I, 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 a very different game, tonally very, Absolutely very different very from different. Hades. But yeah, I, I think that's a pretty that's a pretty good way to to think of it. Yeah, great game, good year for games. Games are good. Games are yeah. good. Video games are great. We love them. We love them here in the pod. Lots of good games coming out. Lots of good games have come out in the past, including 20 years ago, summer of 2002. (laughs) That's right. It's time for our We Play You Play of Super Mario Sunshine, which we are discussing uh, in part because of its uh, of its 20th anniversary. Also feels like there's been something of a resurgence in terms of people being like like. Like a lot of Super Mario Sunshine defenders, I feel like have reemerged. Uh, it was the first Mario game released for the Nintendo GameCube, the first game released uh, period under Satoru Iwata, RIP, uh, one of the greats. Uh, lead director Yoshiaki Koizumi, um, and uh, five and a half million. I think believe it was his first game as lead director, and five and a half million copies sold on GameCube. Though internally, they still felt it was something of a of a unper- underperformance. Uh, this is a game. I played back when it were released because it was a new Mario game and I was excited to play it on my GameCube. Heather, how about you? Um, I played a demo of this. I, so this game came out when I lived in Amsterdam and wow. uh, I was so fucking broke uh, that buying a video game was like a once every six months event for me. And uh, I played a demo of this at the... Um, Amsterdam video game company or video game store, which was actually a toy store with a huge video game section. And I was like, Nope, I'm not putting, I'm not spending my, my once every six months video game money on super Mario sunshine. This is not for me. How about you, Matt? This, this game came out when you were literally 10, right? (laughs) I think I was, no, I was a little older. I was, um, at this point I was 11 years old. Okay. <laughs> wow, you're a big boy. <laughs> uh, I was 11 years old, but I but I remember um, 
when it came out because I was on a family trip in New York City. Wow. I was I was in New, New York. York City. I was in New Get York a rope. City. <laughs> commercials uh, were violent. Yeah. <laughs> they I remember one of them they were like they 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 cuz they oh, the tagline was get a rope and then one of them I think probably some of the ad agencies was like hey this is this is so You can't like, we're do talking that. About, we're talking about killing a man. <laughs> and then and then so it so they added a thing after that salsa card that was like the guy like tied up. And it was just like, oh, they got a rope to tie a guy up. It's like, well, come on. And they stole his salsa. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I remember um, it it coming out because I was at like a, a relative's house. And mm-hmm. I don't know if this person was my cousin. You know how like you just have a cousin that you like don't know how they're related, actually? Um, Sh- kind of. No. No, I know what you mean because I've I had my my certainly when I was younger, yeah, my parents had family friends and like their kids. I kind of thought of as cousins, even I though just, there weren't. You know, I so just I, remember I get what being at like uh, relatives of like my grandparents and being like, "Who the fuck are these people? Like, <laughs> <laughs> who are they? <laughs> How are they related? Who? How? We've never heard of them." Right. Uh, but I remember being there, uh, and this relative was playing uh, Super Mario Sunshine and never gave me a turn. So I never got mm. to play it. Uh, it was, um, yeah, it was, but I remember that was a weird trip because it was the summer of 2002. So it was a very different time in New York City. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, very weird. It was, uh, so yeah, so I, I played this game back in the day. And I, I I remember because it came out two days before my birthday in North America. So I was just like so fucking pumped. I was like, this is my little happy birthday to me. I'm going to get Super Mario Sunshine and play the <laughs> shit out of the new Mario game. And, you know, think of it from the perspective of, of this is the game that comes after as far as mainline Mario's. You know, the previous entries were Super Mario 64, Super Mario World. You want to count Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island in there? You can, and that because that game's also a fucking banger. But you know, either way, uh, yeah, the, we're talking the, the the games that feature Mario, Mario 64, Super Mario World, Super Mario Brothers 3. It was just like this: this franchise can't miss. These are the biggest. These are these are this is Nintendo's. Uh, yeah, this is the, the 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 biggest franchise in games. This is at the time. This is Nintendo's. You know, the star of Nintendo's. Uh, atop Nintendo's Christmas tree, new su- new Super Mario game. This is going to be a fucking banger. And it became the first mainline Mario game I didn't finish. And largely out of boredom. Like, I, like it's like I, I was reading, you know, a lot of people's takes on this and absorbing a lot of, of both contemporary, you know, 2002 takes and then modern takes. And, 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 and there was, there was a comment that resonated with me from someone that was just kind of like, this game in many ways is, frustrating not because it's difficult but because it's annoying mm. like it's got a lot of elements that are just that just annoy the player and feels like it it kind of it, it disrespects the player's time before um, we before yeah. you even get into the game though like i want to talk because you you talked about that lineage of like games right yes like mario 3 super mario world then mario 64 and then Super Mario Sunshine. So before you even open the box, the game boxes themselves for Mario Brothers 3 is bright yellow. Mario looks so happy. He's got a raccoon head 
Mar- uh, Super Mario World. He's riding on the back of Yoshi. He's j- yes. he's fist is up in the air with joy, and even and Yoshi looks happy. Mario sixty four. He's smiling, looking at camera, flying through the air, and then the box art for Super Mario Sunshine. He is decidedly upset. He and looks the, pissed off. And it's the first time a Mario game has arrived where Mario looks angry or or sad or upset. Like, he's always happy. And it is also the worst of those box arts that I've just mentioned. Like, looking at the cover of the game on original release looks mm-hmm. like a player's choice version of the Super Mario Sunshine box art. It's, yeah. it's it look- very cluttered. Too many elements. Yeah, he looks. He looks pissed off. He looks like he's got the the uh, uh, Mr. Potato Head angry eyes. And yeah, it's also like because it's got like you know he's in front of a shine sprite. He's got the he's got the flood on. Um, that there's a lot of there's just a lot of stuff going on where you're just like, what is this exactly? It's just very busy. Whereas those other box arts you described are really clean. Yeah. That's all. I just want to, before we got into why this game is not great, I wanted to be like, even the box art is like, what are you doing, man? Just put Mario on the front, smiling, having a good time. Don't, you don't have to put like on the box is like a, a circle that looks like the Stargate with words all the way around the rim. (laughs) Yeah. Then a shine, then the flood then Mario, then the title with a bunch of other fucking shit jammed beside the title, all in front of like a white and black starburst. It's too much shit happening. It's bad and, box art. And, and that kind of is is a microcosm for the game itself, which is that it's not necessarily particularly long. And I'll say I finished this game. I did not finish it at the time, um, but I, I went back and finished it. And it kind of felt like when I finished Seventh Guest for the podcast, a game I played as a kid and never finished um, and at that same same level of satisfaction of like, I kind of got this monkey off my back. I kind of feel like I got this game. You know, I, 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 I got you on, you know, what I mean, like I, 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 I this thing always kind of bothered me that I didn't finish it. And I'm, I'm glad that I went I went through it. But it's not like it's a super duper long game. It's not it's not necessarily super short, but, you know, I feel like you can blaze through this thing in 15 to 20 hours. Um, and and but it's but in that time frame, in that run, that that length, it's just got so much stuff going on and it's so cluttered and and feels busy constantly. It's it's also really redundant. Like I, mm-hmm. I was reading because I was like, what happened with this game? Like, why is this this way? Mm-hmm. And it talks about how um, the the that that initially one of the sequels to Super Mario sixty four was going to be Super Mario one twenty eight, mm-hmm. and they had they had uh, even shown a tech demo of that game, and then uh, this game was uh, slated for within the first year of launch of the GameCube. They were like, please, you have to bring out a Mario game, and so the team itself was under intense pressure, uh, and there are. From the source files, perhaps as many as five cut worlds in Super Mario Sunshine. It's also the only Mario game that isn't running at 60 frames per second. So there's so much. All there, The game also wears its rushed development on its sleeve. Like it, it's not like you have to like, oh, there's some things here I don't quite understand. It's a, there's a lot of stuff about the game that you're like, oh, this feels lacking or the the way that in order to beat the game, 
you know, in the first, in Super Mario 64, there's like, you oh, you get this many stars, and then you, there's a whole bunch more stars available, but you have to get seven out of eight stars in those initial worlds just to be able to beat the game in Super Mario Sunshine, as opposed to the, like, sort of lackadaisical variety of things that you could do in Super Mario 64, yeah. and certainly... None of the whimsy and power of Super Mario Galaxy, which follows this, like yes, which is also which is also uh, uh, Yoshiaki Koizumi. He 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 follows it up with that one. I think part fucking, of that was. I mean, what a home run! That fucking game is so good. I've well, never well, played what, it. What, what I was reading about Galaxy Galaxy Rules. Um, what I was reading about Galaxy, and, and, and it's on that Switch collection, so you can yeah. just toggle over doing? and play that I'm one. Gonna, leave the podcast right now and go play Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, don't it's twist so my arm. It's so fucking good. Oh, no, dude, it's, like, so good. And I don't know how they translated the Wii controls into Switch controls. And there's, there's going to be a bummer that you can't do whatever, the, the Wii pointing at the screen while you're also running Mario around. But, oh, my yeah. God, that game is so fucking good. I do want to play it. It's a regret of mine. And you maybe have to I'll play it. it. Maybe you I'll play it. Soon. Yeah, yeah, you should play it. And and, and part of so the good. part of the the uh you know what they were what he was trying to do and what the team was trying to do after recognizing what went wrong with Mario Sunshine um uh, is and it's not like this game is a is a disaster. I mean like I think there's I I think it's like you know flawed but has some interesting stuff and it definitely feels unfinished, but they but the spherical worlds were partly designed around the camera. Because it was like the the 3D camera of of Super Mario Sunshine, you have to adjust so much. It felt like you have to babysit it even more than Mario 64. I'd have to play it side by side to uh, to compare. But it like the, the the camera felt like it was it was fucking with me so much. It felt like an enemy, my, the primary enemy for much of this game. And Mario Galaxy, by you know the way it's structured and the way the levels are designed, is able to avoid well, a lot of that. Well, I was going to say, if you think the camera is hard to control on the fucking Switch version of this game, holy <laughs> shit. Well, I, I, I started playing it on the GameCube and I was like, there has to be an, an adjustment that I'm allowed to make. Because in the Switch version, you are allowed to invert camera controls or you can choose your orientation just like in every 3D game that has come in the last 20 years since the launch of this one, right? Mm -hmm. But... In Super Mario Sunshine Original Edition for GameCube, the camera is, first off, locked to that secondary and quite uh, inferior analog stick on the GameCube controller, which is like a little yellow nub. The C-stick. The C-stick. Yeah, Bart's also, dick, if you will. Also, it is locked. <laughs> Fucking God, what? I'll never unsee that now. Yeah, a little yellow nub. <laughs> It's also locked to, for me, inverted controls, which mm. also the flood itself is locked to. You cannot, like, if you press up in the Switch version, the nozzle goes up. And if you press down, the nozzle goes down. Not so on the original. If you press up, the nozzle goes down. So it has camera, like, it has airplane controls for the flood, which doesn't make any fucking sense. Because, like, airplane controls are about the, it's about the control of the thing in space. But mm -hmm. for the flood, it's a trigger. Like, you don't, if you are holding a gun, you don't lower your arm to point the gun up. Right. Right? Which I guess you're right. We all pulled out our guns to see. <laughs> 
But but beyond that that change between the Switch version and the GameCube version, the other change that's made in the control of the games is that this game was designed around the GameCube controller. And uh, the first time uh, the director held that controller, he pressed the trigger on the controller. I don't know if you guys remember this. Here, let me grab mine. I remember this, but Heather's grabbing her GameCube controller to demonstrate. So uh, uh, the, yeah, I, I thought about trotting out my GameCube for this and I just was like, kind of like, uh, it's just it's just one extra step. I know I'm going to play it more on my Switch. Heather brought her, her GameCube controller over. So on the GameCube controller, your analog triggers on the back of the uh on the back of the switch controller have mm-hmm. two settings you have your loose setting and then a mm-hmm. click i always like the click very satisfying yeah. and that is the difference between moving with the flood or locking in place with the flood like it is it is really really dependent on that triggers mechanism and in the switch version they've relegated that those two actions to two different buttons yes which also changes the dif- the difficulty because there are se- segments where you're like running and gunning and then you would pull the trigger harder in order to lock in place and target. So I think that's to the detriment of the Switch release, but everything else about being able to change the uh, way that you input control for the flood and flying and camera movement is a great improvement. So if you think the Switch release sucks, woof, go back and... Try the GameCube one is is rough. (laughs) (laughs) Is the it it is Mario because because the thing for me is is Mario's controls feel looser than sixty four. I mean sixty four they have like it's a the 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 thing I prefer over sixty four is just like the sixty four is is turning radius is so like uh uh you know it it, it's it 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 just it's just so much more cumbersome to turn around um whereas here it's a little bit more fluid but his his like like i I felt like i couldn't there was no basically amount of analog stick i could move like i had to move it the tiniest bit to get him to walk and is that Hmm. is that the case on the gamecube can you pretty easily walk with that analog stick well, if you ever saw me play a Mario game, you'd be like, Heather's never walked in this game. <laughs> like the first, <laughs> the first thing I do is, what is the fastest I can move Mario? Mm-hmm. So um, in uh, Mario 64, I'm constantly long jumping and long jumping and, and uh, jump diving, right? And removing the long jump really bums me out. Really bums me out. Really bums me out for Super Mario Sunshine. But all I'm doing in this game is, jump diving as fast as I can so I can get from place to place to place. There's nothing more annoying to me in a, in a, in a platformer when I have to move slow. And I, the, the thing that startled me was how slow he feels. Like, yeah. I felt like the, the movement, like the wall hopping and stuff was great, but like you jump up in the air and you're using that, um, the hover fu- function of flood. And I'm like, ah, oh, God, this is tedious. Well, that's where like the that's where he starts to have like a, a he has a very like a, a the turning radius with flood when you're midair. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, if you want to try it, because what's fun about a double jump oftentimes is you can change direction. Obviously, you're defying physics here. It's a little bit more. 
it, it, if anything, it feels like it's a little bit more uh, like rigidly ascribing to the to the, you know, the laws of physical movement, mm-hmm. whereas when you're in when you're in air, you turn flood, uh, you direct his jets downward so you can hover a little bit. But if you want to, like, turn around to, like, correct a jump or something like that, it's a very laborious process. It's like turning a barge. Um, and and yeah, that does make it feel a little bit less fast and a little bit less fluid. Ironic for a game so centered on water. Guys, I want to, before we, also, before we get too far into this. The applause that I'm going to edit in is still going, so if you could. Okay, thanks. Okay, yeah, okay. Thanks. Can you hear me? Can you hear me over the, uh-huh. thank you. Thank, okay, for, I just want to say something to Nick. Mm-hmm. I just want to, please, he's heard enough. He's heard thank enough. Thank you. You're too kind. All right. All right. Um, I want to play the music from the opening level of uh, Super Mario Sunshine and compare it with the game that comes after it, Super Mario Galaxy. Because I also feel like this rushed feeling extends all the way to the soundtrack. So here's the, the first level of Super Mario Sunshine. Not the hub world, but the first level proper. fine but it also sounds sparse like yeah. it doesn't have like the density of of Mario songs so I want to compare that to the first level of the game that follows Super Mario Galaxy and remember Super Mario Sunshine could have used full orchestral scores it didn't have to use the the song that we just heard in the structure or the fidelity that we just heard. So here's the first song from Super Mario Galaxy, which is the Wii Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is one of the greatest Mario tracks of all time. You you still have that same, like, uh, uh, Koji Kondo structure to the, to the song, but you're like, oh, fuck. Here we fucking go. Yes. This is great. I'm fucking Mario again. Well, I, I, yes, I do like the score for Mario Sunshine. And to me, it like, I, I get what you're saying about it, it being kind of feeling kind of sparse, but also that feels like kind of like a, a creative choice in terms of making it, giving it this, this sort of vacation-y feel, this sort of vaguely sort of tropical island, you know, pastiche that they're going for. Um, I don't necessarily love the, 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 that first track, uh, from that, from that level. What the fuck is that level called? Uh, I don't know, up, but, but you're there eight times. You're there a lot. So yeah. You you're spending a lot of time. You're it a lot. Fighting PD Piranha multiple times. So you're spending a lot, but I do like the, the hub world theme, which is the, uh, Del- Delfino Plaza, uh, theme. Let's, uh, let's hear a little bit of this. I guess to your point, Heather, it all feels kind of slight. Yeah, and, and that's and that's kind of like the the game itself of like it, it it's, it's like kind of like half in half out. Whether or not that is attributed to the score being rushed, um, it does kind of have like lack the heft that you would maybe expect from a mainline Mario game. 
Uh, this, I, another, yeah, go on. I like the melody of that song. Yeah, I like, me too. Like that's one of the more pleasant, and and that's another song you hear a ton because you're in that hub world a ton. Yes. Um. So I mean, I like that melody. It feels like a classic Mario melody. It's it's got some I, I, I it's got some elements of the score that I really like. I'll, I'll, I want to return to a couple of things. One, we talked about the the was this game rushed or not? I think there's a lot of circumstantial evidence that it was. It's mm-hmm. Nintendo is famously opaque, particularly Nintendo of Japan. Um, but I did find this. This is from Miyamoto, uh, and this was from a press conference for a Nintendo Nintendo of Japan press conference about the game. Um, and uh, and so here's a little transcript of it. I'll read a little bit of this. To tell you the truth, Super Mario Sunshine was developed on Nintendo's new R&D system, which integrates a 3D engine with other engines. When we were creating the development system, we were unable to concentrate upon Super Mario Sunshine. So this is this is coming out like basically immediately in the, the release. So it already kind of sounds like damage control. If we add the development period for this engine to the overall development time, the development of Super Mario Sunshine took a relatively long time. How after, however, after we started actually making the game, it took about one and a half years to complete Super Mario Sunshine. It wasn't very long. And I think that like, you know, the the the, the rule of thumb with, with development is it kind of takes usually twice that length mm-hmm. to make a decent game. Usually about three years of development is needed to make something from the ground up. And this is like a whole new entry of, of Mario on new hardware. So, you know, this it, it's not like they, they were making... Uh, it's not like they they you know they made a they made a direct sequel to Super Mario Galaxy. It's not like they're making Super Mario Galaxy two and they they were sort of like okay we already know what we're doing here let's just make some more levels. Um, it it was like we're making a whole new game from the ground up with a new engine, and as such it all feels kind of half baked. Uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on it and you talked about this early Heather and I think it's a really really important point and a really big deal in, in terms of why this game overall feels less fun and more like a chore and more just generally annoying. So yeah, there's 120 shine sprites. Uh, you you need 49 to unlock the final level in Super Mario 64. Like you mentioned, you needed you needed 70, but there wasn't a minimum from any individual level. So that meant like if you're running around the castle and you found and you find a a, a star, like you're just like, hey, I got a star. This adds to my total. I can right. unlock the new world. Like I can get enough to 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 get there. In in this game, because you have to get seven from each of the worlds, so there's seven missions and you know or seven big levels and and seven uh, individual you know shine sprites within that. The seventh mission of each of those, the seventh shine shine sprite, always comes from from catching Shadow Mario. It feels a lot more linear. And also, once you get into it, you're like, well, unless you're going to be a completionist, unless you're going to for 120. There's really no point at all for trying to find the hub world sprites or trying to collect all the blue coins to get this to get the blue coin sprites or all 100 coins in in a level to get those sprites. Those are they're just purely superfluous because all you need to do is get through the the those first seven on each of those seven levels to get to Corona Mansion or Corona Mountain, rather, which is the the final encounter. Corona. So, oh, no. Yeah, boy. It was a, you know. It's a different time. Um, the uh, the it, it was a beach setting. It was a Corona like you're gonna chug a brew dog. Uh, That's what they meant. Nice. I, I I don't chug every beer that I drink, Nick. I don't know about you, but I kind of you know sip mine. You grab a you grab a Gauza and you just want to chug that bad boy <laughs> straight to the liver. The <laughs> So so yeah, I think that's a that's a that's a big part of it. And you know, for a game that should should kind of have this sort of a relaxing feel to it, it just becomes like 
uh, an exercise in tedium of like, okay, just just one step at a time. I'll knock out these seven missions on each of these levels. And some of them are, if this one kind of sucks, I still got to do it. I can't go dick around in some other level or go try to explore the hub yeah. world and find some other shine to try and, uh, you know, so I don't have to deal with this in the same way that if you didn't want to play around with Tall Tall Mountain in Super Mario 64, you could just ignore that level. It's it's you still have to do it. So it, that's kind of a bummer. It, to me, it also kind of feels like a chore because you were arrested at the beginning of the game and you're doing community <laughs> service. That's nothing is fun about that. There's, that a, is, there's the trial of Mario. That's yeah, how it begins. There's nothing fun about that. Like, you, I mean, uh, if we're going to like sort of unpack the logic of Mario or whatever, it's not, it's not fun that his betrothed is kidnapped every sure. to- so often and he has to defeat an evil for that. But this is he has to go to court like, like this is <laughs> this is a nightmare. Uh, and it's also like like to that point of like. You were saying earlier about. How in in Mario sixty four, uh, it doesn't care where you get the fucking stars. This yes. game is like no no no, you must do seven and you must get seven. Yes. Um, and it, just hearing Heather earlier say that they were gonna put five more of these things, I would have fucking snapped my game in half and chucked my GameCube in the fucking street if they well, would have put all those in there. That's too much. What if those five, though, allowed you to do like a greater variety, like you could pick and choose? That's, That's my guess that of what was what was going to happen. Yeah, they could have taken the number down a little bit. They didn't have to make it 50. They could have made it uh, or, you know, 49 and to get the final one or whatever. Uh, but I, I guess is 20 fun. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the right number is. They must have uh, sat around for hours and hours deciding on a yeah. number. There's a um, there's a 2001 interview on uh, uh, that was translated by Nintendo.com uh, and has been rehosted by GameCubicle.com. That, I think that might t- be what I was reading from. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, then, I'm sorry. No, go for it. No, go Did for it. Did you cite that? Did you say it out loud? No, I, I, didn't, say what the, I didn't say what the site was. Well, uh, so there you go. So, so they talk about the development process on this and how initially when uh, when the director holds the trigger, he's like, oh, it feels like a water pistol. Like when I've got a water gun when I'm a kid. And then they were like, we probably can't release a game with Mario holding a gun in the United States. Like, yes. we might have to they know. not do that. <laughs> Leave that and to then, Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> and then they talk about like, these other options for, like, how they'd get the water to work. And one of them is that Mario or Yoshi would vomit water. That you would that they'd spit it constantly. And I'm like... That would have been gross, but I detest the design of the flood so much mm-hmm. that I think it would have been more fun to have Mario like run up to a like a fucking water fountain or like a like a public pond and <laughs> drink a ton yeah. of water and then go, ooh. And then he like squeezes his own stomach while running around. That would yeah. be great. That feels very Mario. He's, he's got a big water bloated belly. Yeah. I mean, you do get there. Yoshi is in this game. And I think I think it just, you know, is another thing where Yoshi is not additive here. Like yeah. for me, it wasn't when I got to ride Yoshi, it wasn't like or I, it felt like I have to ride Yoshi. It's like, ah, fuck, it's a Yoshi mission because he's he's, you know, he's not as fun to control really um, as as Mario is. And um and then he also he does like spit juice like he's got a juice meter 
and he just yeah he spits and and it's just and that's that even of itself is kind of like it it doesn't have a lot of use like it it just it just feels like they 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 didn't really know what to do with it or didn't have time to to fully implement it but like it doesn't have a lot of of practical use i think there's maybe a couple of shine sprites that involve spitting juice but for the most part it's just like you're forced to use yoshi for this mission just because we need some justification for why he's in there uh so yeah that's that's a that's an issue as well boy i don't know i mean is i guess should we talk about things that we like about this game because there are a couple i I don't think it's like a complete mess no i think it's 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 a little it's a little you know janky but i think it's got some 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 decent stuff i i don't know if this is a a hot take or not because i don't really know i didn't play it when it was new so I, mm-hmm. I i don't know what people said about it i didn't really know anybody that played it i like the missions or the levels without flood fully Me too. agree fully Me agree too. i think they're fantastic it's a highlight. they're great yeah. they're really really fun really inventive like just like the ones where there's like a moving cube and you have to move mario on the cube to not fall off of it that's like fun like that's i i, I like shit like uh, that yeah doesn't when- that say it all though yeah. Like, it's just like, I like the missions without flood. Yeah. The whole, like, the whole, the premise of the game. When that's removed, that's when, that's when it gets fun. It feels like, it feels like they started working on the flood part for a, a long time, a long time, a long time. And then they were like, well, we're pretty pot committed to this idea. Yeah. Uh, I think we have to continue to create the game around it, but want to make some like bare bones levels that are just planks and blocks for for no flood use and yay like every time uh liquid liquid mario aka is spoiler country (laughs) spoiler country on a 20 year old game giddy up aka bowser jr uh steals that fucking thing from you i was like keep it i don't want it back at the end of the it was so much like I wonder if the game is possible. I wonder if you if if you were to release a mod where you take the flood away, how playable the game would be. Um, I mean, certainly certain tasks would be impossible. By the way, it's Shadow Mario, but I like calling it Liquid Mario because it feels very Kojima. Uh, <laughs> it's stupid that it's Shadow Mario because yeah. he is clearly made of water. Like, yeah. he's water. But I like that um, he has like an anime villain kind of vibe to him. Uh, yeah. He, he he has he's Shadow Mario is a Sonic character. He has a Sonic vibe. Also, how fucking stupid is everybody in this world? Like Peach is staring at at Liquid Mario while regular Mario is next to Liquid Mario, and she goes Mario. Like <laughs> fucking <she's>, idiot. <laughs> like if I saw Liquid Nick standing next to Nick, I would be mm. like, run. Oh my God, run. I'd shoot both just in case. <laughs> just to be sure. Yeah, it, it's a, uh, so I do like the, I did like the reveal of it being Bowser Jr. I remember when that, like, you know, see, like see that for like, oh, it's Bowser Jr. And he's got like the little, you know, magic neckerchief or whatever that the, the magic face mask that turns him into to looking like shadow mario i thought that was i like i was like oh that's kind of cool and this is the series that introduced both bowser or this is the entry that introduced both bowser jr and pd piranha who both stuck around for the series 
Uh, though I fucking hate the Petey Piranha fights. I don't like Petey Piranha Piranha so many times. Terrible, fucking sucks. I like kind of filling his mouth up with water. That's kind of funny, Uh, but I don't like doing it. Yeah, (laughs) But yeah, actually, but like, but you just fight him so many times. I I, I know it's a a staple of of Mario games to have like the repetitive boss fights that are kind of, you know, not necessarily super hard, but here it's, they just happen, they just happen too frequently. Um, The, which might speak to, to sort of padding its length because they ran out of development time. But yes, the f- pure platforming levels, to return to that, they are so fun. They are, even when you're battling the camera, like I did not feel the sense of frustration that I did in, in you know, the main levels. And uh, and it, it, it it's very satisfying to finish those because mm-hmm. you have to do them all in one go. There's no checkpoints. Uh, they're very generous with the one-ups in these levels. Yes. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I would, it, it, it seemed like by and large, like they kind of, it, it's all, it's like, they're almost there in terms of eliminating lives altogether, which ultimately, you know, games do later that decade, but you know, but you, there's usually like you get past the first obstacle and there's a one-up just sitting in the open. And there's usually another one you can find later in the level. So you can just, just, have a net increase even if you're in lives even if you're failing repeatedly and it's it's super satisfying to knock these out and some of them are are decently difficult yeah i i i love getting through all of those i thought they were a lot of fun and i i think that's definitely the highlight of the game and i think when people think fondly back on this that's oftentimes what they remember i i think people fondly look back on this because they're just at the eight like I feel like the window of nostalgia is exactly 20 years, 15 mm-hmm. to 20 years. Like that's your window, right? Mm-hmm. So like if you're starting to think fondly of the prequels or fondly of Super Mario Sunshine, it's like, well, all of those things are happening in the same window of time and enough time has passed that you're like, oh man, I was younger when I did this. Um, sure. And I... I, I, it's really, it's really hard to enjoy almost any aspect of this Mario game. I love, I, I do like the control. I think it controls well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wish he moved faster. Oh man, there, there's another mod I'd like to, to drop onto this game is like fast Mario mode. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just, um. I guess okay. We we started this whole chunk of 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 dialogue with what's something we liked about it. And I just ragged yeah. on it again. So I like that the the levels are 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 dense, right? They're sort of the the main levels are like sort of stacked on top of each other with like there's there there's like oh this uh, this tightrope is going to be used in a later shine uh acquisition. Yeah. But um but I can use that tightrope to leap over a significant portion of this level to yeah. get to a thing, right? And that sort of like level density was really rewarding for somebody who just wants to get from point A to point B as fast as possible. Like I found I found that there was a lot like I was expecting often invisible walls and there weren't any. Like there was a a a time early in the game when you, it's like the second time you fight Petey Piranha, right? Mm-hmm. And there is like a, a a section of the island that is carved out to be a level, and then like clearly a part of the level that's that's carved out to just be like background, and you can fucking jump over that background, like you can like 
triple jump off of like some platforms, jump over that background and skip a huge part of traversing to PD Piranha. And I was like, that's great. Thank you for not punishing me for trying that. That that also like the the guy you race uh, a few times, uh, El Plant- Plantissimo, uh, and uh, that guy like like that's the same sort of thing. Like you can you can completely shortcut huge sections of the course and finish it in like you know a third of the amount of allotted time, and that's super duper satisfying. Contra like the blooper surfing, which is just so like like I was just like man, this is. It's, it's like the El Plantismo is like, oh, this is cool. And you kind of have some, you, you know, you have some flexibility in terms of how you want to solve this versus like the blooper surfing, which is a similar sort of thing. It's just like you're racing against a time, not a guy. And so it's a it's a little bit more abstract in terms of like just trying to hit a target time. And it's just like you and you're a lot more limited. You're just sort of steering through a linear course. I guess even that can compares unfavorably versus like the penguin race in uh, in Super Mario 64. I mean, like, I guess that's maybe that's a more general thing is that every time there was like, like so often I was comparing in my head, uh, you know, levels or, 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 you know, or, or missions or uh, just concepts, comparing them to what, uh, to how they were executed in Super Mario 64 and usually just preferring the Super Mario 64 version. Uh, yeah, what what I talked about in the movement, it, Heather, her, and what I meant in terms of like like you can't really it's it's a it's a pain in the ass to try to walk. You have to move it it's such like a small amount in order to get Mario to walk, and since you can't crawl, that really limits it. There are situations where you have to position Mario. It feels like almost pixel perfect. Yes. on either a moving platform, yeah. uh, to not fall off, or you know, there's like a weird mission. Which where you have a bunch of the uh, the NPCs who throw you and you have to and they throw you directly over the back of their head. So you have to position yourself like perfectly in order for them to throw you onto the next platform and not into the unending abyss. And like that is just like, man, this is such a fucking pain in the ass. And I was watching like a YouTube walkthrough of it. And the comments were all just like, how the fuck are you supposed to do this? <laughs> like, it was just like <laughs> it was just like people similarly frustrated. And um, yeah, that's I, I don't know. It's. Uh, it's a bummer. I, I just want to say that if you're if you've played this game along with us this month and you're like, man, this sucks. This is frustrating. That's why we changed format. Yeah. Because <laughs> we know. used to do this stuff to ourselves every week. And this is a good game. This, this is, is a good. Mario. This, this is, is a pretty fucking good, yeah. good game. No, this is like a good game. I, I think if this game was called like uh, you know, if this wasn't a mainline Mario. I think if this was like a Dreamcast game that was called like, you know, Walter's Soaky Soak Adventure, then there would be like a lot of people who are like, oh, man, they should make another Walter's Soaky Soak. That game ruled, you know, it's because it's a Mario and it's got this lineage and it's such a deviation from the formula that succeeded so well. Still one of the best 3D platformers ever is the first the one that basically invented the genre Super Mario 64 because it's the, the immediate successor to that. It, it it just it it pales in comparison, um, and uh, I think that's why they course corrected so strongly yeah. with with Mario Galaxy. And not only that, they're just like, hey, you know what, Mario Galaxy worked. Fuck it, let's make another one. Let's just make Mario Galaxy two because why not? Oh, it's so Which I've good. never played, by the way. I only played Mario it's Galaxy so one. So good, it's so good. Both Mario Galaxies are like they're sublime. They are excellent. Please name something the band <laughs> did. I'm queued you up. They're sublime. Um, the, the, the games are sublime. Uh-huh. 
Uh, is that the one uh, where uh, Luigi smokes two joints in the morning and smokes there two joints go. at night? There you go, Matt. Matt Thank landed you, Matt. It. Thank you, Matt. I think we should talk about the voice acting in this game. I have a hmm. clip, yeah. And uh, I think we should talk about how they tried it here and then never did it again. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm glad they didn't just they didn't force it after this. I actually have a clip from the ending and, Great. you know, the the the, fu- the finale, uh, which I played through and is very half baked. It's it feels very slight. There's just like basically three platforming sequences you get through and then you do a boss fight. And the boss fight was like, you know, I finished it on the second once I once I knew what I was supposed to do, I finished it on the second try without really like, you know, uh, taking any damage. It was just like it's just so it's just so easy. Um, and, uh, and that does it, the, uh, and then in the aftermath and both the cutscenes before that and in the aftermath are the two times in a mainline Mario game when Bowser speaks, uh, let's hear a little bit of dialogue from the ending. This is between Bowser Jr. and Bowser. Junior, I've got something difficult to tell you about Princess Peach. I know she's not really my mama. Someday, when I'm bigger... I wanna fight that Mario again. That's my boy. Well put, son. The Royal Koopalite is as strong as ever. But for now, let's just rest a while. It sounds like an actor dubbing over a Power Ranger monster. Yeah. It's like such like a it's it's such a weird like like Hotel Mario level bit of voice acting. The uh you guys listening at home didn't see this. Every second of that shocked me. Uh that was insane. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Bowser Jr rough. has it's, been tricked into thinking also, that it's his mom that they're they're rescuing. It's also got like this, um, like when you would watch old tech demos of like silicon graphics machines, mm-hmm. there'd be like a strange movement to the camera that was unnaturally smooth and mm. just sort of like would push very slowly on things or move very slowly. And there was like a uncanny quality to everything. It feels like this was rendered in one of those machines. Like it is, <laughs> it's, just, it's just like, it feels wrong for an for a mario game it's so weird i'm glad they undid it i'm glad they were just like you know what we're not gonna we'll have we'll have bowser talking roars from now on Um, yeah yeah the i I don't need to hear bowser jr making threats about his future (laughs) (laughs) uh the the you know here here's here's one one more positive thing i'll say I am like I do applaud Nintendo for taking big sweet big yeah. swings with yes. its big franchises in the GameCube era cuz like this yeah this is kind of a debacle maybe if it had more development time it be, it ends up being you know a, a little bit more complete Wind Waker though the Zelda game and I think people like maybe have memory hold the backlash to that aesthetic when it was first announced but but that game looks so fucking good. It still looks so good. Uh, it's still it, it, another game that's maybe a little bit half baked. It's particularly in the end game. But the but it, it's got such like a, a a unique look to it that they just committed to. And, you know, I think that was bold of them to do so when they would have certainly the audiences would have rather had just like a, a higher res, uh, you know, 
uh, Ocarina of Time at that point. And uh, and similar with Metroid Prime, big backlash to that game being first person. People were like, wait, you're going to develop this in the this is going to be a Western developed FPS uh, with the the for the with a Metroid franchise, and and that series ends up being uh, a, a pretty cool on its own terms. So it's I, like I I like that they tried that, even though this one didn't hit. I you've just made me realize, Nick, that the chances of a Switch two are almost zero because mm. these guys. Every time they make a, a thing, they're like, well, let's try and hit a home run with something absolutely different. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like yeah. to go from to go from there's the to go from like Game Boy to Super Nintendo to Nintendo 64 with four ports still cartridge based to GameCube, which was just baffling, and like released at a weird time in the release cycle. Then they go from GameCube to the Wii, which is nuts. Like, it was just like, hey, what would what, what kind of controller would we like to use? But instead of capitalizing on, like, the Wii's success, then they release the Wii U, yes. which is baffling. Like, what an insane failure. And then from the Wii U to the Switch was another, like, exponential leap. I feel like the next thing they're going to release is a watch. They're going to be like, for years we've been saying game and watch, and now we're releasing the game watch. And we'll be like, why? Why? And and they'll be like, in order to play the new Mario game, you yourself have to go out and find things to jump on. And you'll be like, I don't want this. Yeah, I just want a 4K Switch. Give me my 4K Switch. Nope. And and they'll be like, no, no, no. Run as fast as you can down your block. And that's how you charge the P-Wing for Mario. You can look at your watch to see him fly. And we'll be like, no, stop, no. <laughs> the, the also, you you touched on the Game Boy, but the other thing in there is the their, what they did with their handhelds was also yeah, like. Yeah, the DS was nuts. And then yeah, the, the DS was a huge was swing. Nuts. And then the 3DS was like, the DS was a huge hit. And they were like, yeah. oh, let's make it 3D. It's like, why? Why did you do that? And yeah. even that's kind of cool, but it's just yeah. like so fucking weird. I think they would be like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we just did it. Uh, a, a fascinating game to revisit. And, you know, it, I, I, I don't know if I if I hate it, but I like I just I, 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 I think it's good. But I actually I don't know what I feel about it exactly. I, I think I maybe dislike it a little bit, but I think it's but I respect it. I think I think it is. It's only because it exists within Nintendo lineage, like the biography of Nintendo that this game is frustrating. Mm, sure. Because if this was Banjo-Kazooie or something, mm-hmm. like you'd or be Walter like- Or Walter Soak Adventure. You'd be like, huh, wow. Yeah. What, a, what a really good non-Nintendo platformer. But it's when you, when you put it up against these other super fucking Mario games- it's just like ugh. that. That was the big. That was the big mistake. Was was just like trying to make this a Mario at all, or not Mike, not making it like a Mario guy, Dan. Not making it like a like this is not a mainline Mario. This is this is its own sort of Mario thing. Yeah. Although I'll say even the Banjo Kazooie. I know you're just pulling a random example, but when they made Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts, people were pissed off. 
because <laughs> right. they're like, oh yeah. So who knows? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Any any other thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I I'm glad it exists. It's like interesting. It's not mm-hmm. like it's um a, a complete abomination. Um, Give I, us blood and Smash Brothers. I like yes. that. Uh, I like I. I do like the idea of Shadow Mario. It's so unlike the Mario franchise to have something like that in it, I think. Like, obviously, we have Gooigi, but that makes more sense than Shadow Mario does. Sure. Like, I buy Gooigi, but Shadow Mario is is weird. It's a very strange thing. Um, but, you know, uh, I'll probably never play it again, uh, ever, or ever think about it again. I, 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 it's, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I'm done. <laughs> You you have to play Galaxy. Though, I am here. looking forward it's to so doing that. It's so fucking good. It's I, so good. But my favorite Mario is 3D World. I love that uh, game. I think that's one of my favorite games. It's, great. it's really <laughs> I, good. I, that's like my zone. Uh, but I but I'm excited to try uh, to try Galaxy. Uh, yeah, for and sure. I, if you if you can play it in non handheld mode, because I bet that's how they did the yeah Switch control or the Wii controls on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um. Is oh, they the probably yeah they probably broke off those two Joy Cons and one is the pointer and one is the analog movement maybe oh no that I, sounds terrible I don't know they probably did whatever they did for Skyward Sword I bet you they they, they yeah did. I don't know uh, but I, I I'm gonna give that a try because look at the end of the day it's still Mario yeah. you're, having a, you're having a little bit of fun no matter what it's a uh, me he's back. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> oh, he can't, yeah. He tried some of that gabagool and he got <laughs> real Italian. <laughs> that that is making me think real quick of just uh, th- when Mario gets electrocuted in this game, the the way that is voiced is horrifying. He's like, <laughs> he's like so, he, like really like, oh my god, he's dying. <laughs> they should make you know how like he has a couple of different sounds. Yeah, like depending on the input. They should just make one of the sounds like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like I and I heard this one a lot. The sound that happens when you fall from a great height. Yes. Well, uh, that one I heard constantly because I was constantly trying to like jump off of a thing that was not designed. Like, I'm like, oh, I just need to get over to that part of the island. Uh, the, so I'd be like the climbing climb level is the- really hard. Yeah. Oh, that gate. Uh, and the poles. No. no. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, yeah, there's less of the and just just finding more stuff to complain about. But there, there's yeah. there's yeah the 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 movement is so is so fun in, in Super Mario 64. But there are like 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 you get that outside area is like oh I can climb all these trees. Look at all these things I can climb. And then the number of things you can climb in this game, the number of poles you can climb is so limited. There's so many fewer things that you can fewer ways to get vertical. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, it's time for the you play of the we play you play. It's your review crew, the Ryu crew. <laughs> All right, this one, this first one here is from at Fizz versus the world on Twitter, and they write, a solid evolution of Super Mario 64's core mechanics with impressive water effects that still dazzle on modern consoles. I believe that a lot of the blowback comes from its underwhelming final boss and the tedious process of unlocking it. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think that's a I don't think that's a that's a wild take. I think that's no. a that's that's you know if, if someone's like, hey, I really like the the core gameplay here and just the way it's structured, kind of you know, uh, 
limits it. Like I, 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 I fully sympathize with that take. And the water effects do look do still look good. Yeah, when you're they when you're when great. that's another positive. They look great, and when you're when you're mopping stuff up, that's very satisfying. You know, just 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 cleaning stuff is very soothing. I wish it was just. I that. also yeah. I also liked the the ocean look, like the look of the water in 100%. the ocean is mm-hmm. gorgeous too. Uh. I, I 100% agree. That's something that I remember being struck by when I was a kid when I saw it. I was like, oh, so you can just go in that water, huh? He's like, in that water? <laughs> because like, like, if I was playing Crash when I was a kid, you can't go in the water if you're Crash. Right. Right. Seeing a character in the water, I was like, no shit, they can do that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, thanks, for, thanks for writing that in. Uh, there's, this next one is from at Jesse and Clark on Twitter, and they write, video games are crucially multimedia experiences. In Sunshine, the sound, the visuals... Everything is so perfectly sunshiny and summery and fun. The sound of pressing pause is fun. It's fun to splash around in the water. A complete, fully realized experience. Oh, man. I really do. Yeah. People are going to hate this episode. They're going to be like, what's wrong with these three assholes? People are going to be fine. They're going to be like, these these people have no love in their hearts and no joy. They don't even like the beach. It's not going to be any different than any week. It'll be just fine. <laughs> they say every week they don't even like the beach. <laughs> I I do like the beach. I'm from Southern California, like Matt. Yes, and I I love the beach, and I do like the beachy setting. I think that's that's a that's a highlight of the game for me. I really like that about Final Fantasy X. Maybe part of the reason why that's that's maybe my favorite Final Fantasy, which is uh, uh you know another uh, hot take that people don't get on board with. But that's uh, that's my opinion. Um, I really like the I really like Scarif in Rogue One. Give me that beach planet. Why not? I yes. love a beach. I love a beach in, in fantasy and sci-fi, and I like it here. Can we, let's play. Let's play another soundtrack. Let's play another uh, track from the soundtrack because I think that that might get the, uh, 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 the 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 jackals off our back because there are things we like about this game, and and I do like that. I do agree that audio visually it absolutely delivers on that. Uh, let's play the uh, the I believe it's Doki Bay is the one I sent you. Uh, it's Noki Bay. Noki Bay. I apologize. Here we go. Maybe my favorite yeah. level overall. So These missions are really good, good too. Yeah. That's the one where you clean the eel's teeth. You power wash the eel's teeth, and that's like a pretty decent boss fight. Yeah. I do like cleaning up the guys around Cleaning town. up is fun, yeah. No, I love that. And 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 it's really fun to to spray like the the villagers. Yes. Like they they get a little like you know, they get a little uh, uh, irritated by it understandably. Or if they're covered with muck or on fire, like cooling them off is fun. Cleaning them up is fun. It's a it's a that's a blast. I yeah, I love they, cuz they're so happy too that they're no longer dirty. It's very nice. <laughs> um <laughs> This this next one is from at underscore Lennon M on Twitter, and they write wet. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, sure. Oh, they said it was wet. That that yeah. was that that was, yeah. I, I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not hard to argue with. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is an interesting take. Let's see what you guys think about this. At Radio McLean on Twitter writes, by far the best themed Mario game. It's fun jumping into different worlds, but having one cohesive world for the whole game is fantastic. I do think that's that that is a cool thing that the game tried, and I, and I you know because so often the Mario games it's like okay we've got kind of our standard 
stack of biomes that we're going to re- recycle through. We're going to have our 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 fr- our ice world. We're going to have our lava world. We're going to have our desert world. You know. And and so here, just it all being set in the tropics, I like that from the hub world, you can see the levels like in the distance. And mm-hmm, I like yeah. from individual levels, you can see other levels like that's cool. That makes it feel like a cohesive overworld uh, versus like, you know, Mario 64, when you're just jumping into paintings um, and uh, and and completely exiting the, the space. So, yeah, I, I, I do like that a lot. I do think that's a strength of the game. I wish the town was a little smaller. I feel like for some of them, I'm like, I gotta go all the way back over there. I'm over it is here a hall. At t- it is a hall at times. Yeah. Uh, this this next one is from at the Ryan King on Twitter, and they write, "It's a great game, but whoever decided that you need to collect 240 blue coins in order to get all the stars will not see heaven." I I just I could not I you know would never get 120 shine sprites in this. I just like the the blue coins. I collected a number of them. Um, you give the blue coins to the raccoons and the raccoons give you a, a give you the shine sprites they've been hoarding. And mm-hmm. it's it's just so tedious to track them down. Um, it's it's just there's just too many of them. And some yeah. of them are only available in certain missions and certain levels. So yeah. it's like I have to be, I have to be on mission six of of, you know, level four of this, the fourth level in order to to get the to collect all the blue coins here. And it's just like, I'm just never going to do this shit. Even with a guide, this would just be so fucking tedious. Yeah. I I, I was getting quite a few of them. Uh, I would like see one and just be like ab- abandon what I was doing. I don't know what it was about the blue coins. I was like, I got to get that. <laughs> I gotta get that blue coin. It maybe it was because well, it, it was easier to get than the fucking shine. It it also feels like a like you get like a, a pretty positive reward when you get when you collect them. Yeah. And it is a save point, so it feels important. And you know, yes. you, you collect enough of them, you exchange them for shine sprites, except that that's totally moot unless you're going for 120. Exactly. So once you re- figure that out, it's like why why do I bother unless they're right there? I know. At the yeah. at the beginning of the game, I was I felt like Wario going after all these blue coins. I was going crazy. <laughs> Uh, uh, finally, uh, at Jargon Rubes on Twitter, uh, they wrote, Ted Cruz played this game and now he wants to replace the EPA with Italian plumbers with power washers. It's got my what? vote. What? He, hey, it was, it, it was, he linked to a news article. I don't know. Yeah. It's happening. <laughs> Ted Cruz played the game. Did he, Ted Cruz actually play the game? I don't know. I don't think so. I think I, it was I a think joke. He, yeah, I think the the but I that feels like the kind of thing that he would be like, you know, he I, I feels like a politician would attempt to pander with a thing like yeah. this. Of like, we got a gamer. Get... I played Mario Sunshine. We yeah, he, he's like, I, I played it. That's his pandering. I played it and I like it. And I think flood should be a real invention. I I think this was a this was a fun one to play. Like, yeah, I think it was a fun one to play and fun one to, to revisit, fun one to discuss. I'm glad we did this episode, even though this game was something of a chore at times. And and on a personal note, I'm really glad I powered through to the end because uh, I wasn't sure I was going to. And I'm 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 I'm, I'm glad I for- I made myself do it. It's not the last thing on your bucket list, though, is it? No, yeah, this is it. Oh, oh no! So I'll God. see you guys. Oh no! No. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Uh, that's this week's Get Played. Follow us on social media at Get Played Pod. Our music and engineering are by Devin Bryant. You can follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs. And you can check out our premium show, Get Animated. Heather, we're starting to get to the home stretch with Neon Genesis Evangelion. 
Yes, we are. But I don't know what episodes we're on. Is it 19 and 20? Uh, no, the ones uh, that that's coming out this week is uh, 17 and 18. Oh, 17 and 18. And then the next week will be 19, 19 and, 20. and 20. And then from there, you could gather the week after that be 21 and 22. Yes. Yes. Right? Got it. Yeah. And then after that, yeah. you Get can that sort math. of figure Then I out think we're going to have to do 23, 24, 25, 26 all in one episode. Right? Is so? that the way it would no, work? No, 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 no. Then it'll be 23 and 24. Oh, okay, Heather. okay. No, yeah. yeah it's, 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 <laughs> okay, it's and then we mistake. watch, and then it's like 1, 3, 8, 12. No, no, no. We're going in order two episodes at a time every single week at <laughs> patreon.com slash get played. Patreon slash, but the show's called Get Animated? Yeah. The show's called Get Animated, but it's Get Played presents uh, Get Animated, so the, so the URL is patreon.com slash get played. So they know that it's us, and it's real. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. And then you could also get them a month or a month later on uh, Stitcher Premium as well. Yeah. If okay. You're in that okay. Okay. So this week we'll be covering episodes 17 and 18. Yes. Of CSI. No, oh, no. Boy. Not just 17 and 18 of any show. <laughs> no. Neon nope. Genesis Evangelion. Heather. <laughs> Evangelion. This is usually how Nick and Heather's I the are. smart one. Yeah. Well, th- you know why I'm doing this, Matt. Well, and why is that, Heather? Because you got played. Fuck. How embarrassing for you. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) So this is what it feels like, huh? Yeah, that's what it feels like. Good luck.